Shalom everyone, so good to be with you on uh, Wisdom Seiko today. This is Lindy Masters, just so enjoying chatting with people from around the world and wishing you and all of your family just the most wonderful festive season. And whether you, sh you celebrate Hanukkah or Christmas or don't celebrate at all, um, do whatever you do with all of your might and, and have fun and create memories. You know, one of the things that my family set, we sat and thought about how we would do Christmas. Would we do, you know, Father Christmas or not? Would we do Christmas trees or not? How would we do Christmas? And we knew we wanted to create a tradition for our children's children's children. And we wanted it a little bit different from the way our family did it because we'd all come into the place of being born again from above. But we wanted to not take away the, the mystery and the beauty of the season and even though we are fully aware of the fact that this is not necessarily when Jesus was born of a Virgin Mary in a cave we know that the whole world is focused towards the celebratory time and and whether they believe it or not they'll still think about it some people go we are you know of this particular re religion so we're going to go to uh, some other country where they don't do christmas at all and again they they're acknowledging that christmas is a thing even though they don't celebrate it they've got others going oh we don't do that stuff and they'll try very hard to do something different which again uh, for me is just showing that they are fully aware of the fact that this is a season where we where something someone is celebrated whether it's commercial or not commercial it's irrelevant there is a it's a season where everybody knows if you ask them they all know they all know what we're doing and why we're doing it and i remember staying next to some um uh, people that that were uh, Hindus and they had Christmas trees up and they knew it was Jesus's birth and were delighted with the presents, exchange of presents and Christmas food. And I just thought, I marvel, I marvel at the fact that at this over this time period, this festive season, we can celebrate Christmas. And I don't call it holidays, uh, happy holidays. It's always a happy holiday. I call it Christmas because it is what it is. It is it is that thing for me that celebrates. Jesus and his coming, whether it's now or later, it's irrelevant. You know, our queen in England had two birthdays, an official birthday and another birthday, and nobody kicked up. Nobody got intense about it, and so I think we can do the same. And I'm fully aware of the fact that, you know, we had to we had to find out how we were going to celebrate this. How are we going to bring the beauty and the mystery and the sweetness and the excitement to the children? And we came up with our own various ways of doing it which was so fun and one of ours was we would have a christmas tree which reminded us of the tree that yeshua um you know was was crucified on we put the lights on which reminded us of the days of hanukkah and then we would put different things baubles and things we would hang on it but what we did was we as we traveled as traveling missionaries and preachers around the world for 23 years we did it and i've still been doing it for another 16 years prior you know post that 23 years we buy christmas decorations from every country that we visited as traveling missionaries and when we got together we would as a family put it on and we would remember 
Remember when we went to this country? Remember when we went to Zambia? Oh my goodness, remember when we went to Zimbabwe? Wow, mom, do you see these Christmas uh, decorations we got from Canada? The first long trip that you did when we were living in Zim and you went to Canada. And can you remember this one from Norway when we got these when we went to Norway? And oh my word, can you see these ones from Latvia or the kangaroo that you picked us up for the Christmas tree from Australia? Look at these beautiful ones from New Zealand. And this is how we would remember Swaziland. Lesotho, all over our own country, South Africa, and then from England, Ireland, Scotland, and Wales, we'd, we'd collect them and we'd sit and remember. And now um, I have also got some on the tree that come from my grandmother, so my children's great-grandmother, and we put that one on. It looks a little uh, dented at the moment, but it's still, this is from Grand-Grain, they call her, and we put it on, and now my mom has transitioned, and she had a, a season where she just collected so many glass angels for her tree, and the whole tree was just angels, and now we all share the angels and put them on our trees, and we remember Granny, remember Granny, how she loved these. And so it's become a season of remembrance and a season of testament of the goodness of God towards us in the land of the living. And I also have a foster child, and he has some that he did at school, which I've kept as gaudy as they are, and they might go to the back of the tree, but they're on. And we'll go, do you remember when you did this? And I'd say to, to my foster child, do you remember when we did this? And, and he'd go, wow, you still got that, Mom. And I'd go, I have got it. Put it on the tree. And I've got grandchildren, and I've had some made with my face and their face, and we put it on the tree as well so that they remember. And a beautiful story is that, Last year, a lot of a lot of my grandchildren were all of the same age. They all got born in the same year, um, and they, of course, last year were all two. And Christmas tree baubles were little soccer balls that could be uh, footballs that could be kicked around the room, and so it was quite a daunting um, project putting up a Christmas tree with toddlers. But this year, they're different. They're, they've begun to understand a little bit more because they're all three now and turning three. And the one little child, my one grandchild, when they put the tree up, kept going, thank you, mommy, and running and hugging his mom and thanking her for putting up the tree. And I phoned him. I said, can I see your Christmas tree? And he calls it a quick, quick tree. And he ran over to the tree and he showed me his tree. And he said, oh, Nana, look at this. Oh, Nana, look at this one. Nana, look at this one. And when they turned the lights off, he was, oh, and they put the the lights back on it was yay thank you daddy and the the joy and the sweetness that i see in them because it's beautiful it's fun and it's it's good memories and the kids would moan sometimes oh do we have to all come together and put the tree up and i go yes and you have to wear the hat and you have to eat the the christmas mince pies and you've got to do everything you have to do it and now i'm seeing them all doing it with their own families and they're also creating traditions with their own families and it just is so exciting. I love it. I love that we do this. And I went through a stage with, do I want to do Christmas? Do I want to do the fuss of all this stuff? Is it, you know, I don't want to go pagan. But at the same time, do I want to steal from my children and my grandchildren and those that I walk with the joy of having Christmas? You know, whether I have it or not is irrelevant. I want to have something where we are acutely aware of the fact that we are celebrating the birth of someone, whether it's now or another time is irrelevant, but that he was born, that he came into the world, and that he has changed time. There is a before he was born and an after he was born. I don't know anyone else who did that. I only know he did that. Yeshua HaMashiach HaSavior, he did that. That's huge. 
That is so huge. And, and the season we're coming into, I believe, is going to be for those outside of Christ and outside of walking in, in tribe and walking in family are going to find this a hard season coming up. But for those of us who are walking in family, I always say this, it does matter who you walk with. It does matter who you align yourself with. And I'm aligned with some of the most life-giving, kind, and most generous people I know. And I'm so grateful every day for this tribe that Yahweh has given me and has placed me in with my children. And all of my children serve Yahweh. All of my children walk with him. All of my grandchildren know him. Um, and so this is just a wonderful season for us as we walk in truth to walk with people who for me as both a widow and a minister of the gospel has never, ever been mal maligned or, or spoken about or spoken against or, or, or got given the lesser portion because I was a woman, but has been seen as a son, has been seen as, a, as an equal peer where honorariums given are not a third given to me and two thirds given to the men, but that I get equal to everybody. It's been an incredible season and an incredible time where when my husband transitioned, I wasn't kicked out of the church because I was a woman and woman couldn't be in ministry and woman couldn't run the church because Yahweh spoke to me audibly and said, and now you take over the church and I'm going to show you how to walk in a different anointing. And so I did. And I've been in the ministry now for 43 years, and it seems like God doesn't mind that I'm in the ministry. In fact, it looks like he quite likes it. I like it. He likes it. So that's all that matters. Hallelujah. And so we're coming into this marvelous time when, when we walk with the right people and we are aligned with the right people that we begin to walk in a place of commanded blessing. And I'm also acutely aware of the fact that when things begin to move, and shift in our lives, we must learn to move and to shift with them. We, we must learn to move when the cloud is moving, and we, and we need to sit when the cloud is sitting. This, this mountain that we sit in, this mountain of, of authority that we sit on and sit within and our seat of rest in this, in this 13th age, in this time that we find ourselves, this mountain is moving, it's alive, it's not stationary. The minute we become stationary is a difficult time. If you look at the land of Goshen, although they were in the land of Goshen, they were not stationary because they left the land of Goshen. And when they left the land of Goshen, they were given the promised land. It's never a place where we come to a stationary halt. And even Jacob said, I do not want to be buried in this land. Bury my bones in, the, in Israel. Bury my bones with my, my ancestors. So we, we don't stay in the place and die and and atrophy in the place um, where we have found our difficulty, but where we start to learn how to walk in, in, in the fullness of what Yahweh has promised for us, we move, we must move. And if the cloud has moved, you need to move. And if you're feeling a shifting, which I feel a lot of people, as I'm ministering and pastoring with people, a lot of people are feeling a move. And there's a shifting in jobs, in houses, in states and provinces and countries where they're moving and shifting um, as the cloud is moving and shifting. And we must learn to discern the season. 
And so there have been some keys and clockwork of heaven that has moved and shifted over this last couple of months. And God is positioning us to go and sit where we need to go. And I say to you today that be ready for the season to move and to shift into the new. Don't take the old and try and make it look new and then put new wine into it because we know that the new wine will split the old a wine vessel that will not hold it, the wineskin. And we need to be ready to move and be instant and, and ready in and out of season. And it's so interesting seeing when I look at the story of the land of Goshen and, it, and the next session I'll do is on the land of Goshen, but Jacob comes to Pharaoh and says, we're just these humble shepherds. They didn't like shepherds, so they said, you can't live with us in Egypt, but we'll give you Goshen. We don't want lowly shepherds living with us. We don't like them, so we'll give you Goshen. And and they get given the land of Goshen. I want to say sometimes you feel like you've been misaligned and misspoken about and, and, and you've been forgotten or you've been um, rejected by the group you're with, the church you're with, the, the people you've always walked with. But, you know, if you look at it closely, you'll see the rejection actually forces you into the land of Goshen. They had a famine in Israel. They had a famine in, the, in Canaan, and the famine forced them to go and look for other land in Egypt, and that was in the land of Goshen. And it says, and Jacob blessed Pharaoh after he said to him, who are you? What can you do? Work with me. We can work together. Listen, I'm going to give you this. He said, Jacob blessed Pharaoh. Not Pharaoh blessed Jacob, but Jacob blessed Pharaoh. And then went out from before Pharaoh, and Joseph situated his father, and his brothers, his you and me and our people, our family, and gave them a possession in the land of Egypt, in the best of the land, in the land of Rameses, as Pharaoh had commanded. Then Joseph provided his father, his brothers, and all his father's household with bread, according to the number in their family because there was no bread in the land and the, the famine was very severe so that the land of Egypt and the land of Canaan, they literally languished because of the famine and Joseph gathered up all the money that was found in Egypt and in the land of Canaan for the grain which they bought and he brought the money into Pharaoh's house and it said, and, and when the money failed in the land of Egypt, they came to him and said, please give us bread. And we might be coming into a place where fiat money is, is failing, but I want you to know that when you're aligned well, when you walk well, you will be situated and given possession in the best of the land, in the best that Egypt has to offer. Because you remember, we're not of the world, we're in the world, we're not of the world, we're sojourners walking through. You get given the best of the land. And in that place, you begin to prosper, so much so that they wanted them to leave. And when you leave, you leave not with money, but with gold and with silver and with fine linen, not clothing, but fine linen. So today I want to encourage you to align yourself well and to walk well, to speak life over your festive season and to create memories. Even if things are tough, create memories with the small so that you can look back and go, remember how we did this. Remember how we encouraged each other, even though it was tough. Create memories over this festive season. Enjoy the goodness of God in the land of the living. Enjoy the weather. Enjoy each other's company. If you're by yourself, enjoy your company and remember where you've come from and look to where you're going. So I bless you today and I honor you as you prepare over this season and this time for this festive season as we celebrate the Lord Jesus Christ and his birth. Shalom, shalom.